pretty informal session today. Uh, we're talking about or really opening up a dialogue about gambling on the golf course. And um, there's some stories, I'm sure, and people have opinions about that. And I want to open up to the floor. I tell a couple of stories, but I want to open up to the floor and heal, hear your thoughts and your stories on gambling. Enjoy it, guys. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Borg. So a good friend of mine was uh, talking with me about some topics for the podcast, and he was just joking about gambling on the golf course as a as a topic. And I think it's an interesting one. Um, I have some some stories to tell there, but uh, I'm also more interested in hearing uh, stories from everybody else as well and your thoughts on whether gambling should be even allowed, you know. Um, I'm all for having having little friendly matches. That's really cool. Um, technically, the USGA doesn't allow gambling, and most people don't understand why. Um, but I can tell you at the club that I was at in Phoenix, I won't, I won't say the club or anything, but um, they had a group of members there that played a couple times a week, and they'd throw around you know, the buy-in was a hundred or something like that. And you could stand to lose a few hundred dollars and you could win. Like if you had a great, great, great day, you could make a thousand bucks or something. And so what they did in that group, they kept their own handicaps because they wanted to make, make sure that people weren't coming in and sandbagging the hell out of it and raking in a bunch of money. So they had their own handicap and that's all they cared about at the club. So when we ran club events, even like the club championship and member guest and things like that, and we're giving out $500 in pro shop credit, they don't give a shit about their USGA handicap, their regular handicap, right? That's a donation compared to the side action that they had going on there. And, um, you know, those games and those guys were really fun. Um, I played in some of those sometimes, and it, it was really the, the f- most fun group to play with at that club. And I, I totally get it. If you're uh, playing in a side action game and you stand to win or lose a 1000 or 2000 bucks, you don't care about, you know, third place, you know, $200 in the pro shop kind of thing. And so that... That those sort of rules of amateur status really get get trampled on when when gambling sort of runs wild a little bit, and of course um, the integrity of your handicap as you go off and some of the guys are pretty good players, maybe playing in state amateur stuff and things like that. Um, you need a le- legitimate handicap if you're going to sort of cross over and play in other clubs. And a lot of these guys wouldn't bother posting for their normal handicap because they didn't care about it. They played most of the time at their home club. And when they traveled, their handicap wasn't very accurate. So uh, although it was a lot of fun and in the end, really good for the club because they, they played all the time and they'd come into the grill and have a great time and you know, maybe 30 guys would, would play in that group a couple times a week. Um, but I'm curious what you guys think. If you've got stories, uh, it's funny. I, I played with um, one of the guys in that group was known around the club as, as being, he literally was a professional gambler. He um, had done 
uh, a lot of things. He'd open up casinos and things like that. And I remember him at the member guest. He he and his partner took on uh, the whole field in the putting contest for any amount of money that anybody wanted to wager. And he was he was accepting seven to one odds. And there were like thirty teams in the putting contest. And a bunch of people took him up on it, and there was like fifteen grand going around. And and everybody was getting really nervous because they won and they won and they won and they they made it to the finals and his partner missed a shorty. Uh, I think he was just throwing up on himself because there was so much money at stake. Um, but that's how this guy rolled. He would push people and bet for more money than anybody else was comfortable with, and he was comfortable with it. And that was his advantage. That was his strategy. I played a pro am with him once. And uh, we played at a good golf course, and he and I had never really played together before, and um, and I was playing pretty good, and and he had he had told me a story about you know times when he was in Texas, so like he had gotten in this money game, playing for a hundred thousand dollars, and he and his partner had purposefully sort of thrown the game on the in the. On the first day, I think they played for 20 the first day. They purposefully sort of threw the game on the first day and then circled back and wanted to play them for 100 the next day. And that's when they turned it on and and they ended up winning the bet. But I don't think they ever got to collect it because the guys were so pissed off about it and they barely escaped town. And, you know, literally in the same breath, I'm playing pretty decent in this pro-am and and he's sitting in the cart with me he's like hey case uh have you ever have you ever thought about playing in any money games or anything like that and you know after hearing this story about some goons chasing him out of the parking lot in texas i'm like no like sorry man like i'll i'll i'm i'm game for stuff as much as the next guy but uh i i like to play in tournaments where you throw a couple hundred bucks in and, and you can win a hundred grand or a million dollars on a tour or something. I, I'm not up for uh, throwing in a hundred to win a hundred. That's not cool to me. Um, but so gambling is an interesting subject. And I suspect that there's a lot of people out there that has some experience playing for money or creative games, uh, creative things that you've seen on a golf course uh, where people are winning, losing cash. And I think there's a lot of stories to be had there. So um, I'm going to keep it short today and leave it at that. I hope that, um, you know, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Facebook, uh, go to aboutgolf.org and shoot me messages. And I'd be really curious to hear from you and, uh, you know, collect some stories. And if we need to circle back and maybe have some roundtables or, or share some of those stories with the podcast, I will absolutely certainly do that. So, Hey guys, I'm all about bringing value, so shoot me all of the questions that you have, cbork at pga.com. If you like the stuff, be sure to share it and subscribe on whatever channels you're watching it on, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, any of those channels. You should be able to subscribe easily so you get every episode. Thanks, guys.